Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome! To the Shutdown Full Cast. This is the Internet's only college football podcast. If you want another one, too bad. This is it, y'all. By God, that was the Shutdown Full Cast music. <laughs> Intros. <laughs> what would, like, if we were wrestlers, what would, I mean, would, I would want for an opening song, I would want one that we actually had to sing. Because the best opening song for any wrestler ever, is the Big Show's anthem. Jason, would you like to remind everyone why that is? Because it appears that he is singing it. And on Twitter, there is a legendary tweet that says, uh, Big Show was for damn show in the booth. Tom about, well! <laughs> I enjoy it because of the accuracy in advertising. Sean right? Michael, of course, sings his own theme song, uh, whose lyrics are, I'm a sexy boy. <laughs> Which is very excellent. When he was doing his uh, match against The Undertaker and he was the angel descending from heaven, he was the holy <laughs> warrior coming down to defeat the devil to the tunes of himself singing about how sexy he is as a boy. <laughs> I, he, had a, he had a crucifix on his back, clad in white, and a sexy boy. Normal Tuesday shit. I, I don't think you'll ever get a better a more accurate one than the big shows though because the big shows states it's the big show and then the big show comes out it's yeah. the billy joel song of wrestling right it's the it's the resignation in the well you know like well well it's the big show in case you wanted a medium show too bad y'all nope. all we got is this big show over here you want a medium show you tune into aew yeah, one. <laughs> I did see something before we tackle the, some business and the topic of the day, which, by the way, is it both an Internet classic and, yes, wrestling related for college football. It's the offseason, y'all. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and we're going to we're going to make meat out of the whole animal. OK, if we kill it. It's we're gonna use every part. OK. All right. Are animals made of meat months. before they're dead? Yes. Potential meat. Every animal is potential meat. Mm. You just have to think of it that way. All right. You're very sage. So the one thing that I was I was thinking when we were going, okay, uh, talking about the medium show in AEW is this. I saw something that I really wish we could do in college football, okay? Because Shawn Michaels in a match this week took the camera from the camera person, right? After he had whooped up on, I believe, Cody Rhodes. Was oh, this Chris Jericho? Hmm? Yeah, it was Chris Jericho. Yeah. 
It's Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho, legend already, just amped up his already sizable legacy by taking an actual camera from a camera person on the broadcast, pointing it at a prone and bloodied Cody Rhodes, and then holding out the middle finger in front of the lens so that he was getting that shot and they could get him getting the shot of someone flicking him off. I guarantee you if Florida absolutely houses a team I hate this fall, oh yeah, I'm going to post that like 300 times. That's 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 beautiful, Chris Jericho. I love you. I believe you. I believe you'll do that. Do we have uh, do we have some podcast business? By God, that's podcast business is music. Podcast business. Podcast business. What's that business? Wrestling business. Slammed on concrete. It's all for the kids. uh as of this recording which is tuesday march 3rd if you're listening to this it'll be wednesday march 4th or after uh, as of this recording we are scheduled to still perform at south by southwest as scheduled which again as of this recording is still happening check your local listings south by southwest where is that at what city pray tell sunday march 15th 2020 at the Belmont on West 6th in Austin. We Austin, have, Texas. We have oh, once, Dusty Rhodes himself. <laughs> we have once again um, bamboozled and hoodwinked our way into Vox Media's uh, South by setup. What does this mean? This means we get to parachute down in the middle of a whole bunch of people asking, what is a podcast exactly? And give them our terrible terrible example the show is free you do have to rsvp though and space is limited uh if you will visit either 24 25 or 26 snakes.com and answer a real quick like three questions real quick uh audience survey for us so we know who all's coming uh and how many texas fans versus aggie fans are going to be in there so we can tailor the fraction of our jokes accordingly not that we've ever told a joke on this program uh there will also be a link in there uh that you can click to RSVP through Vox. Uh, The time has already changed once. We were originally scheduled to go at 4 p.m. Central Time, and you could now say that we are at 3 p.m. Central Time, but I prefer to think it as we have just moved the show to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, as God intended. I like it. All right. Come on down to 26snakes.com, fill out the spreadsheet, and see us at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Uh, Dusty Dusty claimed, like, at least three hometowns. That's that's how you know he was a real good wrestler. Real good wrestlers and perfect wrestlers. They the the more hometowns you claim, the better. For instance, Dusty would go Austin. Man, that's my hometown. That's that's where I'm from. And then you go well, Saskatchewan, where I was a little boy. That's, that's <laughs> like politicians and wrestlers have the most hometowns. They do. This is why they're both very compatible. Like Dusty was also from Atlanta. Used to do car ads here. At one point, said the immortal line, "Hey, Japanese cab driver." In one of those ads. He also claimed to be from Orlando and Jacksonville, alternately. I don't know. There's some... I feel like, I feel like Atlanta slash Marietta. Marietta, extremely wrestling energy. And then the Jacksonville-Tampa-Orlando corridor. Extremely fertile. Like, every wrestler is from all of those towns. And so yeah, this is why... Tokyo. That's true. I think, like, you're automatically from Ribera Steakhouse in Tokyo, right? That's one of your hometowns. I think this is why college football and wrestling are professional wrestling are always compatible because this is one thing coaches do. You cannot tell a coach or an assistant coach that they are not familiar with a place, right? You can go, hey, man, you know, my uncle's from Bug Tussle. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, Bug Tussle. That's a great place. Yeah, Don't test them on it, though, by the way, because they might prove you wrong. You got to have recruiting connections everywhere. Because yeah. you, you won't be hired to do a job in that area. And that would be fucking horrible because then you would not make as much money. This is why The Rock was made in a lab. Because not only did The Rock play college football, right? Which is how he ended up doing the intro for LSU's pregame, their final pregame video for the national title. Because uh, Edo's just got The Rock's number in his phone because he was his position coach at Miami, right? Sure. In addition to that, in addition to being, I think... The Rock is also a very college football player in that most people don't remember he played for Miami and he was succeeded and pipped by a better player. The Rock was, of course, knocked out of the lineup by Warren Sapp, right? Only two memories of him as a college football player were sacking Charlie Ward, which appears in Fast 7, mm-hmm. uh, and 
almost getting in a fight with San Diego State's shirtless mascot. And I mean, to me, you do those things, you probably fight Coach O just because, you know, you're just going to fight Coach O and you get your job taken by Warren Sapp. That is a complete college football career. You're an extremely college football player at that point, right? He would be famous for that alone had he not become The Rock. Additionally, The Rock has seven hometowns, at least. You're from Memphis? Yeah, I'm from Memphis. Okay, he's kind of from Memphis. You're from Nashville? Yeah. He's got that farm in Virginia situation. He does have like a farm in Virginia situation. He's got a gym here in Atlanta. Really? He's got a gym in New York, a West Coast gym. Yeah. I think everywhere he plants a gym, by the way. Wait, does The Rock reproduce with spores? I think so. Is this what's happening here? I think everywhere The Rock plants a gym... He legally owns and is a citizen of. Right? Is it just? But I mean, is this just like his sweat flies off his body and barbells just start bursting up out of the ground? Yeah, this is his. This That's a is, neat trick. This is his computer turn-based role playing game Civilization's advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Rock Civilization, Rock Sylvania can go ahead and plant a station that automatically like puts out health and barbells, mm-hmm. right? Oh, and he's from Hawaii, so so you got like Hawaii, Memphis, Nashville, anywhere he's ever lifted a barbell, uh, Miami. He'll, he'll claim Miami. This is why he ended up where he was. He was designed in a lab to be successful in his particular niche and all of the other sub niches that it included. Okay. This is kind of slightly off topic, but it reminds me of how Jason Momoa is from Hawaii and Iowa. Hawaii. He's from Hawaii and Iowa. <laughs> is it Hawaii or Iowaii? I like Iowaii. Yeah. I like the second. Yeah. I bet that is a fight at the football table when you're determining philosophies. <laughs> Hawaii rolls in. They do a little passing, boys. He's watching the Rainbow Warriors, and he's like watching Cole McDonald. He's just like shaking, like throw it away, throw it away. away. Take a knee, take a knee. I do know this: Iowa and Hawaii can get down on one thing: bulk. Like, oh yeah, that's a that's a big beefy boy. So uh, what we are gathered here to do today is to discuss College Football Internet's most enduring topic, which is coaches fighting each other and picking the coaches who would be best at this. Um, Holly has noted, uh, what was it? It was uh, one of... Season two, I think. This was the first first ever reader question that you guys took. And I... Thank you, Spencer. I hope I'm not slandering him because I hope I'm not remembering this wrong, but I believe it was Bruce Feldman himself who first asked you guys who you would select in a six-man tag team from the rank of current college football coaches. You heard that. You heard it right. Bruce Feldman was our very first podcast reader. I'm pretty sure. I'm remembering that. I do not intend to go back and check my work. Do not at me. Uh, You may at Bruce. He has lots of wrestling opinions. (laughs) Um, So since then, we've sort of touched on it every now and then, but I don't remember if we've done a full episode on it. We've probably done like six. I don't know. Spencer, what is our match setup here? Uh, you, you even have a name for it and everything. I do. I do. This is this is a five-man match that we've decided to do with each of us. That would be Holly, Jason, Spencer, um, and uh, and Ryan's kind of present. Ryan, so for the two other teams, we have the collective readership of the podcast. We sent out a Twitter ballot and had people dump in names and then sort of filled out a uh, an auto draft board there so you the podcast reader will get your own team to manage and also of all the names in that list everyone who every coach who only got one vote uh i've assigned them to ryan's draft board because he's not here so this would be the three this would be the five-man tag setup aka the pentabrawl the pentabrawl from the authors of the triangular fandangular <laughs> We get we bring you the Penta Brawl. I'm not making the noise again. <laughs> Only at the War Memorial Auditorium Armory National Guard. The more modifiers. Yeah, this is this has got big National Guard Armory energy. I love everybody who runs a National Guard Armory. They're nuts. All the bo- all the bookers. They're the people who in your town. They're like, yeah, you know, let's let's go ahead and book that you know band full of like. S&M guys and then follow it up with like a church revival. That'll be fine. That's perfect. That's why they always booked wrestling. Is the greatest and most reliable American business to just make a concrete floor gym somewhere? Yes. It's should, the only one. We should just buy a building. Yeah. This Damn, is why we st- This is why we start an app where they're like, "Hey, what if we just had a concrete floor?" Yeah, with no management. 
And we just pointed <laughs> people at it. It's brilliant. We make a fucking sovereign dominion. That's just if you have an, a concrete expanse, we'll book an event on it without asking anybody. And they're like, that's not a business. That's crime. Yeah, but we have an app. Nope, there's that's a not a business. That's crime. Listen, no one has ever gone to jail for doing business in this country. Ever. So we are going to each take turns. Um, Jason has set our draft order. We are going to select what we believe to be our strongest five-man team. We will all have different philosophies for this. Um, I'm even going to go ahead and have different jargon because I'm a very specific kind of manager, okay. wrestling manager. Okay. okay. They all have types. I I'm going to be one as well. So, uh, Jason, please get us started. The uh, What's your type, babe, then? What's your type, babe? On paper. Muscular. Uh, so, randomized draft order, snake order each round, except Serpentine! For Sorry. Except for Ryan being last in each round, because he's not here. Uh, That's right. Our first pick, first round, is Holly. Oh, shit. Man, I thought I was really going to have to pick. So, I have, like, a cluster of guys I wanted to draft at the top. Okay. But I figured I'd have a couple of them off the board, because I'm, I'm never first. Ah. All right. I, I'm going to, I'm not going to make any kind of any kind of pretense towards a canny move. Uh, I'm taking our boy Kyle Whittingham off the board. Okay. Relentless. In I, I have decided every, every a team needs like a graying two days to retirement guy. Yeah. Who will also never log off and nowhere are those simultaneous energies embodied better than in our relentlessly calved man from Utah. Do you feel like, do you feel like Jason, do you feel like Kyle Whittingham has some like, very very serious vibes akin to like a heart brother <laughs> like he, he seems I'm more of a hard brother <laughs> whatever so i want him coming out like a um like a Ste like an old 80 steiner brother i want him wearing leather jacket mm -hmm. and trunks because all we need to see are these legs let's not take yeah. attention away from the quads and the calves like he could wear a poncho over his top half and it would be fine yeah that's a good idea we'll call him the yeah. poncho yeah, uh, we're we're looking about six foot tall, two twenty, stout, former WAC defensive player of the year, made three pro rosters. Strong pick. Yeah, hasn't missed. Has had to play against relentless teams of Mormon nut punchers for years and years and years, and that man's got some energy to work off. I think he could pull off the Joey Ryan iron dick move, right? Where you try to grab it, but uh -huh. he turns it on you, right? Because he's played BYU all these years, and they specialize in the like. You know, low key nut punch. They I gotta have to say, be numb. by the way, Bronco Mendenhall entirely off my draft board for this reason. There's loose cannons and there's dick punching loose cannons, and I don't need that kind of chemistry. He's on mine for the same reason, actually. So. <laughs> that fucking figure. So yeah, I'm not saying where I'm going to draft him if he's still on the board. First between me, Spencer, and the readers, because yeah. I don't, I don't need that kind of chemistry in my locker room. But you know, uh, uh, that's just me. That's just the kind of leader I am. Up next, pick two, the overwhelming favorite on the public readers ballot um coach ed ogeron fools it, like they absolutely they're all in on the big fella the 6'2 240 former assistant strength coach 58 years old kinder and gentler still a crazy person though i mean Spencer, you said fools why fools because i have a better pick like, I think I, I have, have a better pick. I think everyone expected me to go with Ed for the first one, but this is still uh, th this is still a man who has to ultimately have some modicum of control. And mm -hmm. no, no, I gotta I gotta go with a born leader for the first one, and that's of course uh, the man whose team didn't come close to winning a national. Fuck. Oh, well. it, it was yeah. really good till mid November. So yeah, you, but point being, much you, like Utah, you know who Ed is going to get distracted by anything. Right? He's mm. going to be the guy who gets distracted by the ref and takes a chair to the head. Have Michigan fans thought that this is maybe possibly the chance that they finally could take out an SEC team if they just do their little key jangling thing? What's that noise? That's a shiny object. <laughs> That's a lure. This is too much Too much stimulus for my system. Next up is me, and I am delighted to get the number one name on my board, Luke Fickle. Oh, he was high on mine. Six foot four, stout, barrel chest, four-year starting nose guard at Ohio State, only 46 years old, and a 106 and zero high school wrestler. Also, as pointed out by Reader Sporps shouting, he has like 100 children. The dad strength is off the charts. He's only gotten more powerful since he was one and of the biggest high school wrestlers of all time. 
And this also suggests, by the way, this is why Luke Fickle was in my top three. And this also suggests uh, his extensive breeding has given him a degree of flexibility throughout the trunk area as he has aged. You know, a lot of men will like will calcify into pieces of furniture or large trees as they get order. Uh, I bet Luke's pretty limber. So we're talking we're talking we're talking loose hips, quite evidently. Mm-hmm. We're talking a big guy who can also do a little bit of aerial maneuvers, like a Drew mm-hmm. McIntyre, like an Alistair Black type. So yeah. I'm I'm delighted to get Luke Frickle. Also, I'm going to give you another wrestling bonus here. He's from Ohio. Oh yeah, you know he survived happily. He, he is thriving in Ohio. Man, he might. He be, has turned down chances to leave Ohio. He might be related to the Poffos, which would put him in like distant relation to randy savage which gives him like yeah he was he's rodney savage he's (laughs) he was he was number one on my board uh with the bullet and second place is honestly a long way off that's why i've got to go to what i think some of my longtime followers listeners and readers will find a bit of a shock but i wanted to start if i could not start with skill with Luke Fickle being the obvious like winner here, then I'm going to have to start with some old school wrestling attitude. Okay, I need some unchained intensity. If to, you take so okay. much from me, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> He's wily. Uh, his, his finish moves the triple option. Benjamin <laughs> three ways. There's a folding chair inside those pleated pants. How'd it get out? We don't know. <laughs> Um, Frank, Frank Solich is a lot of pockets. Frank Solich is the CPA, <laughs> cruelty, punishment, and arrogance. That's his finishing move. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue. Um, I'll review those books. I'm actually talking about a real WWE character. Are you talking here now, yourself right? into Frank Solich? Yeah, I was, but I'm going to go back and focus here because I'm going to assume that if I take this guy. He's going to be a bit of a lovable loser. He's going to be somebody with great intensity. He's going to be somebody who comes and pulls upsets when you least expect it, even when you say, knock him down to his third string move, all right, if he has to do that. It's going to be somebody whose shirt tail is never tucked in, somebody who rushes to the stage with an intensity unmatched demand and then is immediately knocked out with a folding chair, somebody who forms the heart of the team because... Since Fickle's off the board, I'm going to have to draft Brains in the second and in the third round, okay? So for absolute, unstoppable intensity in all circumstances, even though he's never going to get that belt. You said a heart, so it can't be Urban. I'm going to go ahead and take Will Muschamp. Jesus wept. Wow. You can see it with the Jim Duggan, like the two by four. Maybe we put some overalls on him. Yeah. Big Tom Cullen energy out of Will Muschamp. About six foot tall, very lumpy. Uh, 48 year old uh, former Georgia captain extreme intensity this guy's type is listed here as tuber yep this guy's like a rutabaga this this guy's for boiler room matches that's Mm -hmm. a that's a former starting defensive player in the SEC y'all there's some surprising athleticism there okay I'd like to point out that Mizzou also fields starting defensive players in the SEC yeah also who's going to give you the heat All right, y'all are drafting like competence but man will Muschamp's nothing but heat admittedly that heat sometimes sets himself on fire and those around him i'd like to congratulate will Muschamp at this time on having burned out of spencer the notion that competence is anything to seek in athletic leadership it so wasn't just athletic leadership that did that uh, so 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 in wrestling what spencer's referring to is heat is when um the, the crowd reacts often in a negative way to be booed that also counts as heat there is a style of it called go home heat where you are booing a wrestler, not because you do not like their character. You're booing this wrestler because you do not like them as a human being. Will Muschamp has generated go-home heat in uh, <laughs> across America. Who's, who's bringing it hotter than Will Muschamp in that respect? Look, no one. Uh, up next is Ryan with... Remember how we're picking Ryan's, of course. We're going with uh, everyone who got one vote in the public readership ballot. Ryan takes Derek Dooley off the board. Oh, goodness gracious. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. A man sort of shaped like a greyhound in like, and he's going to wrestle in the big orange khakis. Mm -hmm. He's going to bring the stool down. That's his weapon. Yeah. Derek Dooley's off the board in round one. Uh, Spencer, you're up to start round two. 
That's astonishing. Okay, so I'm actually going to need some athleticism since I just drafted Will Muschamp. Uh, confidence might have to wait pending results this year. Will Muschamp, confidence might have to wait. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Scott Frost in Nebraska off the board. because oh, Yeah, because he big. That's a former option quarterback turned NFL like safety briefly who still hang cleans, I believe, 225 with a fair amount of ease. And uh, also super WWE looking like just a big slab of dude, right? Who can look real cold. Kind of looks like Randy Orton's like giant Norwegian cousin. He looks like, so if you have a, uh, a Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, Mm-hmm. You're going from uh, Landry from Friday Night Lights to Scott Frost to Brock Lesnar. That's the same person. Yeah. And, and one one evolution short of Brock Lesnar, that's that's a scary person. Uh, Scott Frost, 6'3", the yeah. best NFL career of anyone here. That's a great pick. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take him because I think there's still some athleticism there. Definitely strength. And in a pinch, we can put him on some performance enhancers of some sort he's also good for his own promos at all time because every day is scott frost day he already has a wrestler's name mm. right frost. frost there's a freeze warning he also strikes me as a biter so yeah this is uh this is uh rusev rusev's whole catchphrase is it's rusev day scott frost is gonna steal his gimmick it's scott frost day yeah uh who's next it is i believe it is you Oh man, I'm very excited. I got number two on my board to pair with number two, number one on my board. I'm taking Mario Cristobal. Ooh, who was yeah. public balloting. I got to point out a lot of ladies voting for Mario. <laughs> uh, he's on my board. Yeah. I'm, I'm siding with the, the female wisdom here. 6'4 was a 280 as a player, all big East offensive lineman, only 49. Um, very excited to welcome him to the team. Clearly a draw at multiple corners of the country, having experience both at Florida International and at Oregon. I'm going, by the way, with Mario, I'm going like big sexy energy here. National right? appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Like somewhere like somewhere between The Rock and Razor Ramon. Coming gonna... out with a comb. Oh, yeah. No, he's got a comb. There's like, yeah, there's definitely some kind of like serious like vanity going. He's in the gorgeous George category, right? Of I'm going to do some stuff, which is purely like I just got out of the man salon and I'm coming straight to the ring. He's got a lot of that. I think based on the response from the ladies in the Shutdown Forecast universe, universe being the wrestling term for fan for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, the ladies out there definitely are are uh, sort of filling out his character for him, I guess. Okay. <laughs> this is definitely the first coach on this list who I feel like it would be acceptable for us to put on television in a dressing gown or a smoking jacket. Yeah, big robe. Big yeah. robe, right? Like Ric Flair robe. Yeah. Uh, next up is the readers with, they they have a stipulation for this guy. Um, Granted. We'll see what he can get away with. Our readers Mike. have a real hive mind is something we discovered. Mike Gundy. Okay. No, 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 no. All want him to have a weapon. All right. <laughs> so they get Mike Gundy and then he figures out what weapon he can bring to the ring. I was not high on Gundy. He is... Not big at all. 184. This is a strange week to peak Mike Gundy after you find out he hunts with a silencer. <laughs> He's only 184 at the NFL Combine. That was the biggest he got in his entire life. Um, mm. And his football job was handing the ball to Barry Sanders. I could do that. I, I will defend him on the basis of picking five for a professional wrestling match. Not necessarily a wrestling match, right? So if we got five going for the professional wrestling match, one, Gundy's mic skills are going to be great. Two, he is his own gimmick, right? Three, name already works, right? Mike Gundy! Okay. You know, and in addition to that, you say the stipulation is that he has a weapon. He's going to have a weapon anyway. You might as well work it into the character, right? Okay. Yeah, the the Oki rattlesnake! (laughs) So the readers right now have Coach O and Gundy. That's a fucking that that like we'll sell some t-shirts with that duo. That's the, I'm telling you, the readers are putting together the t-shirt team, right? This is the merch squad. They are going to move units and they are going to sell pay-per-views. <laughs> Holly, you're up next. All right. I'm going with uh, another fairly obvious poll. I can't believe he's still on the board, but the second item on my list to hunt for after a solid silver leadership. Uh, was somebody who can function as the Prince Puma of yeah. my team. Oh, I know. And to that end, there's only one choice, uh, and it's PJ Fleck. Yes. Actually, this is outstanding. 
Uh, we we know that he is fond of turning workaday uh, office depot type clothes into flashy sideline appeal. Uh, the man has catchphrases for days. He will talk anyone else in this arena off the mic and out of the building. And he's frankly the only coach, uh, I think probably on this entire, uh, I went through the entire roster looking for like, you know, who can be, who can be my big aerial guy. Cause I, I am extremely fond of, of the Lucha underground uh, and it's, and it's offshoots and it's predecessors. And I want somebody who can fly around a little bit. I'm, I'm going to need an acrobat. I'm going to need an acrobat. Who's a certified crazy person. Uh, and that intersection consists of one man. Can I point out? Mm-hmm. You already have an illicit weapon to bring into the ring as your finishing move. The nice. or? Yeah. Or. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I can I can I can picture it now. They're chanting or or, or, or choose or, or perish. Yeah. That, yeah. Very strong yeah. kick. You're getting an excellent athlete who was once called, and this is a resounding endorsement, a freaking warrior by none other than Dennis Erickson. So. <laughs> Only 39 is going to be with you for a long time. Uh, tons and tons and endless character value. So great. And you know what? Like, I, this is a wrestling term, but it's one that I think transcends and makes sense across. Real worker. Like, amazing worker, right? Oh, like, wow. nobody, nobody's <laughs> going to do more ring work. Well, James Franklin, maybe, but. Yeah. But like, oh, wouldn't you love to see PJ Fleck and James Franklin in an actual wrestling match? Yeah, I would. Actually, maybe I just want to see them box. I think so. Like the internet wrestling uh, fan thing here is work rate, which yeah. is how much do you move during a match? PJ no Fleck, probably number one in this category. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who is it? Ryan again? It is. Ryan it is. Up again. Ryan will be selecting Clay Helton. <laughs> the man who cannot die. The invisible man. I, uh, Jason, I'm actually really surprised that that Clay Helton got so few votes given what we know of his build. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. Like he could, he could, I say what we know of his build because we cannot identify, but we've seen pictures purporting to be him. Yeah. But I think it's kind of like dark matter in the universe. Like we, we know where it isn't, you know, we see its effects on other things. We can see its gravity, even though light can't interact with it. That's, that's kind of like Clay Helton. Mm-hmm. Next up is Holly to start round three. Ah, hello. All right, uh, third pick. I need a brawler. Uh, I need I need someone who is. I need a melee fighter. I need someone who is going to have to be brought back down out of the stands where he is beating a a, a patron over the head with their own <laughs> corn dog. I need someone who's going to have to be tased back into the ring. Mark Stoops, come on wow. down. <laughs> Pow! That's a spectacular pick. Also, also, I really just like the idea of Mark Stoops having to inter- interact with PJ Fleck in a locker room. Can I go ahead and give you this, though? Like, mm-hmm. Mark Stoops and PJ Fleck, great tag team because Mark Stoops is the underrated worker, mm-hmm. while PJ Fleck is the outspoken underdog. Mm-hmm. The two of them together as a tag team, that's that's quite something. Yeah, yeah, I get this a lot of thought. Thank you. Holly, have you considered at all picking all of the Stoopses? The thought occurred, but... Uh, you know, Bob's just such a brittle old bitty that I I couldn't I couldn't quite go through with he it. He would be the one that when he gets brought back, he's the one they put the title belt on for like three days just because he's back. Mm-hmm. You know? he only comes out for pay per views, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like Bob's like the Undertaker. That's like if you're if, look, no offense to the no offense to the Royals of the of the wrestling world, but if you're coming out in the sedan chair, I'm really not interested. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up is the readers again with, this is probably their best work. Dana Holgerson. <laughs> again, they were consistent on the character they want. They went sucker punches, backstabs, knives in a casino parking lot. Uh, they want just the dirty grappler. Um, Spencer, who is that wrestler that I call my high school boyfriend? Jeremiah Crow, I think yeah. is his name. Okay. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That guy, yeah. he he looks like high school boyfriend. Yeah, ladies, if you're hearing this, bad bad kind of goth high school boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that that's who she just picked. I, I didn't pick him. The readers did. Yeah, the the public demands Dana Holgerson in in the trunks. Uh, like it's like this in is the like trunks. He's he's rolled out of a trunk. We're we're gonna back <laughs> we're gonna back an El Camino just into the arena. <laughs> And Dana's just going to be kind of pulled out of it with with pool with pool skimmers or another household retrieval tool. Yeah, 
I think every story about Jake the Snake preparing for a match, like he's like they're like the other guys walking past him, and he's just sitting on the hall floor smoking, and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the match." And, nope, and he just rolls out there. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Um, I am up next and I'm honestly, I'm, I got my two bruisers. Um, I'm very light on character, uh, like very light on catchphrases and mic work. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm a little torn because do I keep going with what I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take my mic guy here. I'm taking Brett Bielema. Ooh. Ooh. Six foot six, significant, but not really like out of shape, just very big. Yeah, um, former Iowa captain, defensive lineman, one year arena leaguer. He can work in a tight space. Uh, only fifty years old. He's got an Iowa tattoo on his leg. That's a great look. <laughs> Quite moist at all times. All, all at all times. Free, yeah. free glistening. Um, yeah. Uh, so Bilama is going to be our. That's our front and center. He's he does all the talking for our group. I am. Uh, I am next. And at this point, with Will Muschamp and with Scott Frost, I got some beef. I got some hype. I have, um, I think we're wet enough. Remember, you have to be wet <laughs> as a wrestler. And Bo Muschamp alone is going to supply ample wetness for all of us. <laughs> that means I'm... Speak for yourself, son. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that there's some Karen in like coming Georgia who's like, only man besides my, only man besides my precious Dave, whoever, you know, where? whoever felt coming Georgia. Um, it's a town. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, Karen. Karen's just sitting there watching South Carolina football, going oh, something about that man. Who? Will Muschamp. She's out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't want to admit it either, but it's got to be true, right? The I'm short on brains, and what I need, brother. The heck, you say? I'm definitely short on brains. You're I'm, saying Will Muschamp and Scott Frost aren't doing it for you in the intellect department. I, I'm also I'm also I think a little short on uh, I think I'm a little short on props and I'm a little short on eccentricity because these are two I, I got two guys who you know might be a lot of white bread but it's still white bread. <laughs> I need somebody who's had some different experiences in life, might have coached as far out as a person could get. That's why I'm going to select former Hawaii quarterback and former Hawaii head coach, current Washington State head coach Nick Rolovich. Nice one. Yeah. Because tactically, I think he's got a lot to work with. He's pretty good on the mic. He's going to be the one who manages to pull Will Muschamp out of the garbage can mm -hmm. where he believes an evil demon lives in the middle of a match. This is where a less experienced manager might have drafted someone like a Mike Norvell. But unlike a Mike Norvell, I think Nick Rolovich is far less likely to just say something wildly problematic mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of an otherwise smoothly running scene. Yeah, okay. and you also have like you have a funny guy here now. Mm -hmm. He's going to be really good on the mic, and he's going to be good on social media. He can run your team's Twitter account. Mm -hmm. He could put Will Muschamp on uh, a gentle leader to get him in the ring. This can all happen thanks to drafting Nick Rolovich, who I believe is an emerging star in the realm of hypothetical college football wrestling. Next up is Ryan mm. with Carl Pellini. Goodness <laughs> Whoa, is this accidentally a sleeper hood? Yes. I was uh, kind of surprised more people didn't pick Carl Pellini. By which I mean Carl Pellini will choke you while you sleep in your home. Yeah. Outside the confines know, of wrestling. As far as we know, Carl Pellini is a bona fide crazy person. I Where is Carl Pellini? I feel like I should know for my own safety. He was with Bo at Youngstown, I believe. So I don't know if he followed Bo to LSU. I believe mm. he, I believe he did. Wherever he is, don't go there. Mm. Ryan's team now, of course, is Derek Dooley, Clay Helton, and Carl Fellini. <clears throat> Goodness gracious. Uh, Spencer, you're up to start round four. Okay, remember when I said my team wasn't wet enough? Okay. I lied. Yeah, I don't think any of us could forget that. I lied. Right. I lied. You know where you're going. Yes. I wanted to take the wettest wrestler possible. Mm -hmm. I wanted to take somebody who was going to uh, bring a little more heat. Because you can see I'm putting together the heat team, right? Like, we are... <laughs> We're, I'm putting together the hypest crew imaginable for entering the ring and for exiting the ring. What happens in the ring might be kind of disorganized and strange. Are you winding us up so you can draft Kirby? No, 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 no. Although, 
Kirby and Will. You said wettest. So. Kirby and Will, if they were put together, mm-hmm. they would have the kind of tag team where if Will were being like painfully submitted in the middle of the ring, Kirby would be crying, right? Like, no, don't hurt my brother. <laughs> no, we go to the same barber. They're the, they're the two dogs and where the red fern grows. They are. <laughs> they're Kim and Chris from Love Island season three. No, 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 no. Don't you dare invoke those sweet boys. So that's why I'm taking. He's a he's a wily veteran. He's got an unusual gait. You don't want him to wear nothing but trunks in the ring, but that's exactly what he's wearing. And he's going to have the crazed mania of an old school worker with the technical innovation of a of a next guy. That's right. I'm taking Gary Patterson. Gary Patterson. Don't you ever invoke Kim and Chris again? Surprising athleticism. If you look it up, this team is incredibly warm. Spencer, surprising athleticism, if you look it up, where? His record as a player, he was an outstanding, I believe he played at uh, Kansas State, was an outstanding linebacker there. Hmm. In what year was he an outstanding linebacker at Kansas State? That's irrelevant. Wrestling is forever, and you can come back this no matter Kansas how old State. you are. Years are irrelevant. I say yes. that not only in terms of his age, but because being outstanding at Kansas State before, like, 1990 meant you were okay at football at best. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hulk Hogan is like a legendary wrestler and he only knows two moves. If you come up That's in the great. 80s, man. Okay. Man, speak, it's fine. Can we speak real quick of of eras and names because researching draft order is how I discovered that Wake Forest's current uh currently has a coordinator named Lyle Hemphill. <laughs> Lyle Hemphill. I don't know what? what dust bowl wagon he rolled off of and hit the wrong tumbleweed and fell through time to end up in Wake Forest. But Lyle Hemphill. Lyle Hemphill. That might have to be your stage name. Lyle Hemphill, though, works at Wake Forest because like Georgia football, if your name sounds like some sort of white collar service organization and company, Mm. right? Like, oh, my accountants, Lyle Hemphill. They're great. Go use them. I'm up next and I'm going to keep building a squad of absolute brutes um we got we got we got three tall guys we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna step down just a little bit in height but not a lot i think people think he's shorter than he is just because of the look of his neck and head he is sort of the neck and head of like a four foot two bodybuilder you know yeah uh, it's kalani sataki that's a good pick he was on my Starting fullback at BYU and team captain, only 44 years old. Um, you look at pictures of him staring down Whittingham, and he looks like he is going to eat him. So, I mean, maybe. My team is 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 just, what is this? This is 1,000 pounds of muscle so far. Also, staring down a man like Kyle Whittingham, who is built like an armoire. Yes. Uh, respect. Respect to Sataki for this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the readers are up next, and they are selecting quality choice Mel Tucker. God damn it! Uh, he's already got the uniform. He's got the shorts. Wait, how did he not get more votes? He was next on my board uh, he, for this exact reason. I, I needed, you know, I needed, uh, I needed some flash. I needed a, a broad audience favorite, and we already know that he is willing to wear pants that are shorter than socially acceptable in harsh environments. Man. He got I'm angry about this. Also, uh, someone noted he proposed to his wife on their first date, which was a blind date. <laughs> so he, what? He's going to walk in the ring. First words out of his mouth are going to be the exact thing he means. You know, he's going to tell the crowd exactly what he thinks of it right away. So, also, wow. also, you're going probably going to spend a lot of money because uh, WWE is going to take him. So fast. Enjoy yeah. how you got him. <laughs> yeah. You get you get whoever the big dude is, right? Like they're like, oh, he's big. We should sign him. This is messing up my next pick. But I'm gonna think on my feet like a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. All right. I need I need vague uh, I, I need vague notions of hmm. There's really no replacement for Mel Tucker is the problem. There's no replacement on my board. Uh but let's review your assets. All right. Do you have enough hype? I really don't. And that makes me want to edge directly towards the hypingest man remaining on the board. Although I do think he's more of a polarizing figure than Mel Tucker would have been. Uh, I got to go with Narduzzi. Okay. 
who okay. has who has the most mesmerizing paralyzing eyes if if pat narduzzi consumed all of his food like a python yeah by like hypnotizing it with his gaze and then just swallowing it whole yeah this wouldn't surprise me one bit okay i like that yeah he's uh, one of those guys who uh despite everything that we know about pit football when you look at him make a speech makes you want to play pit football but also he's bad at math which is a concern all you got to count to is one, two, three. Yeah, this is. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to count. I'm gonna have to lean on Whittingham. I'm gonna have to lean on Whittingham to keep, uh, to keep Narduzzi's more dangerous antics in check. Actually, based on what we know about his goal line tendencies, counting to three is that's his. <laughs> yeah. Count to three and you're done, right? One, two, three. That's it. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention Kyle Whittingham also comes with the Utah student section. Oh, they're gonna storm the ring. Yeah. yeah, at least three times a match. <laughs> oh, God, at least three times a match. Uh, Ryan's fourth selection is an exciting one. It is Jim Grobe back. <laughs> what? <laughs> My God, Jason, it's Jim Grobe. Jason, remind us again how you selected Ryan's wrestlers. Ryan's wrestlers were basically the most sarcastic novelty votes by public readership. So all of the all of the Bronx cheers are, are Ryan's team now. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Can I make a draft pick for for Ryan? Ryan? Like, is this? No, no, he's not here. All right. Ryan has all the doink the clowns. He does. I was gonna give him. I was gonna give him David Cutcliffe as a character called David Cutcliffe's on my board. I was gonna make him a character. You think called, you can kill David Cutcliffe? I was gonna make him a character called the Colonel. Hello, boys. David Cutcliffe absolutely can slap the Bob Backlund on you. And- yeah. <laughs> Don't disrespect the full Nelson. Uh, Holly, you're up for our final round. All right. I I think I need to close out with a little... Uh, taking taking Narduzzi in the fourth round makes me want to veer a little bit back towards steadiness because I have Kyle Whittingham, but he needs, he needs a strong... You know, he needs a strong lieutenant... Uh, Kyle Winningham can only control so much character at once, and he's got PJ Fleck, he's got Mark Stoops, and he's got Pat Narduzzi to contend with. I'm going to want, I'm going to want a steady hand on the tiller who can also put the fear of God into you when the need arises. I'm going to want like a quiet storm type situation where, you know, he's he's a it's an air of quiet menace until he just explodes. Uh, I'm going to pull Dino Babers for my Ooh, final yeah. for my final pull. Got some size on him too. Mm-hmm. He can talk. He can work a mic. Have you ever oh, yeah. seen him yell at a ref? Oh he's, yeah. He's he's good for one incredible speech per year at least. I feel like I lose I lose two inches in height every time I make eye contact with him on television because it's like it it's like if the if you crossbred I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed dad energy mm-hmm. with like a killer bee. Yeah. Yeah. Former, okay. like, like the, the scariest lab-created killer bee you could find. He's a former two-way player at Hawaii. So Also named Dino. Dino. It's a good name. Yeah. It looks like he's about 6'1", too. I think people think he's shorter than he is. But he looks to be about the same height as uh, Dabo. And Dabo mm-hmm. is apparently 6'1". He's got some bulk, but if mm-hmm. you've ever seen him chase after a ref, he moves well. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm satisfied with my... I'm, I'm sad that it's... I'm sad that it lost its way midway through. Uh, my my original plan, I don't mind revealing this now, was to was to pull Mel Tucker and then Steve Adazio, but I think Pat Narduzzi and Steve Adazio is just too much chaos energy on one team. Although Steve Adazio is currently wearing a singlet right now, no matter where he is. You got to you got to really you can't have too much cop on one team unless you're putting a cop team together. That's why mm-hmm. I pick. See, this is why you see I bracketed mine. My first pick and my fifth pick were my cop picks. Yeah. Right. Uh, All right, I believe the readers are next up. Readers are next, and I cannot believe this guy made it to the fifth round. It is the man with the best name on the board, six foot two, former Snow College defensive back, fifty-four years old, Bronco Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. Oof. Better you than me, man. So that's a fine pick. Could have gone in the first. Excellent value. Uh, that brings it to me, and I am now taking D. 
the second name on my board. I skipped him because I thought he would slide. Six foot seven, former Wisconsin tight end, only 33 years old, Sean Lewis of Kent State. Two-time academic all Big Ten. We got a big smart guy here. Oh, we got a big old corn brain. He is, he is, he is a robusto. He is he's a very large man. So I have I so I got six seven Sean Lewis, six six Brett Bielema. I don't think I've ever seen Sean Lewis's official headshot before right now. Is he currently a wrestler? He might be. Like he looks he looks like a wrestler. Yeah. He's already in character. Yeah. Also as a tight end, not just size and strength. Dude can probably move. So. Also, you can tell he really does have that Big Ten brain going because his Wikipedia page, which they all write, says he played collegiately at Wisconsin. Ooh, Ooh we, we went adverbial. Mm. Also, Spencer, you're, you're right about the move because he also returned some kicks at Wisconsin. Returning Ooh. kicks at Wisconsin, I assume, just means fair catching, but still. That's <laughs> Good Lord, have you seen his spring oh. football beard? It's majestic. Yeah. It's yeah. like the, it's not a Spencer Hall, but it's about a half Hall. No, the man, and, and honestly, still in shape. So I think this is an outstanding pick on yeah, your Jason, part, Jason. This is a great value bet on your part. Very excited. Uh, Spencer, who is, who, is, who is last to complete your extremely warm, damp team? I am, again, sort of building a, a passel of, of Heartland, Heartland-like farm boys. I am, there is a fullback still on the board. And a fullback who, at the age of 41, I think could keep a pretty impressive work rate. He's worked uh, he's worked some of the big circuits uh, as a member of a team, as a second banana, as a hype guy, as a jobber. He's now got a head job, but he's out on the outskirts of things. So he's you know he's worked the Saskatchewans, the the Tri Cities areas of our nation. Yeah, he's done all of that, and I think he's ready to come and be part of the dream team. Uh, he brings kind of a roughneck air to things as a former fullback uh, and is still in absolutely jacked shape. Uh, I don't know if he has any wrestling titles, like from high school to his credit, but dude is is 100% ripped at the age of 41. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and take North Texas head coach Seth Luttrell, who played uh, fullback on the 2000 Oklahoma Sooners championship team. Also, probably picked up some musical talent hanging out in Denton for so long. Yeah, I mean, he's got to he's got to at least have connections to, uh, to some local music. Shows. Also, recall two years ago, the halftime of a North Texas SMU game was a wrestling match. Correct. And, yeah, you so look we're at, playing. He, he looks like he looks like if Coach Eric Taylor just worked out all day. For it has so many things, by the way. Like he's he's pretty decent on the mic. I sort of think of him as the anti-must champ in terms of demeanor, so I think he provides a good balance for what we're dealing with here. He is, uh, he's got a good head of hair. That's very important. I think oiled up, like oiled up and tanned, he's going to like, he's going to shine on camera. He's got some non-threatening good looks uh, that a certain demographic of the of the fan base is going to respond positively to. At least half of the time, he's going to wrestle in jeans. That's mm-hmm. my only requirement. If you look at him. This is the Wranglers endorsement. Yeah. Waiting to happen. Yeah. He, he was part of a minor league uh, off-brand football team called the Rough, the uh, Roughnecks, I believe, the Rough Riders. So we're going to have to get him in some Lees, like some, some tight-ass generic Lee jeans mm-hmm. in the ring for at least half the time. I know this is going to upset Mike Gundy, and I hope it does, because that rivalry needs to happen. Yes. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, over, overall, like when you look at it, how do you, how do you feel about your squads at this point? Well, we got to do Ryan's last pick first, and then let's come back to that. All right, I forgot that he was here. He's we not. Have, he's not. <clears throat> we have one last suggestion, or one one last pick for Ryan, but it has a stipulation to it. Comes to us from the readers. This is the fifth and final name on Ryan's team: Manny Diaz, late 2019 edition. Keep in mind, that's Manny, cheating. Many, many Diaz. Well, think about think about this. Think about um, that's cheating, and that's bad for Ryan. Wrestlers go through incarnations and looks and characters and gimmicks, and you know, oh, okay. You a wrestling video game, it'll come out, and it'll be like you can be Kane, or you mm-hmm. can 1998 Kane, or you yeah. can 1999 Kane. Mm-hmm. 
2019 Manny Diaz, we're talking about a dude who just looked like he was ready to fucking never look at a football ever again. Like 20 pounds underweight. Yeah, it looked like mm. he had lost a significant amount of stress weight. So are we looking for him to fill like an Undertaker type role? I think we're looking at him to do sort of an Orange Cassidy type role. Um, the wrestler who just sort of stands around with his hands in his pockets. The uh, Wraith. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what he's going to do for Ryan. It's Ryan's just... team would be the team that ended up with two managers, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of administrative energy. So, um, so we should review our teams, and I think we wanted to pick entrance music for these folks. Yeah. Um, but real quick, I wanted to note a few who didn't get picked. Um, Pat Fitzgerald, of course, who was probably the best college football player of anybody out here. Still, but also none of us like him. None of us. We like don't pick. Him. We don't pick scabs. I think if we were putting together a heel team, he would have been the first pick. Mm. Mm. Ooh, quick. Who's your all heel team? Like if we just like Pat Fitzgerald, James Franklin. Mm-hmm. Man, is the, I was going to say, is the, is the heel team entirely Big Ten? Yeah, it's all Harbaugh's Big Ten. On there. Harbaugh's could, definitely on there. Uh, I, would put Gundy, I would put Gundy on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gundy would definitely go on there. And Chip uh, Kelly? No, because... There's, there's no. He's so fun when he's angry, though. Yeah, he looks, got... like, he looks like a Kirby. I think Chip Kelly is an awesome ref announcer type. I just want him. Yeah. To... Yeah, Adazio. I would put Adazio on the heel team. No, not on the heel team. That's a dude. He's, he's definitely... too genial to be a heel. Mm, yeah, oh, oh, I've got an unfunny one, Dave Doran. Yeah, if you just want unfunny. <laughs> Just a giant. Oh, Greg Schiano. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Mike Loxley. He, we already know we can punch. Yeah. And Greg Schiano. You got to put Schiano on there because, you know. All right. One more for the heel team. Larry Fedora. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I was thinking about current coaches. So I guess that didn't really cross my mind. That shirt's coming off. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That they, shirt was never on. I'm also surprised uh, that noted tacticians uh, Jeff Munkin and Todd Graham didn't get a look by anybody. Todd Graham, we just can't get a hold of him. No, one no knows. fair. Uh, the the number one name on my board that I was actually considering was Jeff Brom, the most XFL man of all time. Only forty eight, was a great athlete, played two sports, six one. Uh, also, two other names, both very 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 wrestling. Chad Lunsford, Georgia Southern, pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, always hitting stuff with folding chairs. Like this is literally a celebration. He'll do the people's elbow in a folding chair. Um, just he, like he's probably. He's the most wrestler football coach currently. And also Sam Pittman, the new Arkansas coach. Oh, yeah. I thought we might see him, yeah. I don't think uh, he can move all that well. He played for the he, – he was a, a DE for Pittsburgh State. That's cool. However, he has nicknamed himself after a wrestler, and I think it shows enough self-awareness that he's going to be an incredible character. He calls himself King Kong Bundy. Mm, that is good. So he's, he's going with the single strap, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I was personally surprised not to see Herm Edwards on anybody's board. Uh, he has definitely surprised a lot of us with his comeback over the the past couple seasons. And he's, uh, we all know he's, he's big into, uh, I see him as like a, a manager heel. Yeah. You know, because he's got, he's got big, big front office energy as well. But we all know that he is ready to hop into the ring at a moment's notice. Yeah. Uh, and the the last two names that I don't think we mentioned from the readership were Derek Mason and Charlie Strong. Both intense, charming, great shape. It's not very big. That's true. Uh, and Derek and also I know that Derek Mason will continue to talk shit no matter what the score is or how they're doing because after hitting the third win last year at Vanderbilt, he came out and said, "I was made for this." Th- third win whole season wasn't week three by the way it was not week three it was much more than that so uh let's review our teams um holly do you want to go first yeah uh let's see i've got bracketed by my two captains i've got kyle whittingham and dino babers uh holding together a team of just madman in the middle uh, a core of pj fleck uh attacking from the air uh, Mark Stoops attacking from the sea because he's kind of like a really ruddy kaiju. Uh, and then Pat Narduzzi attacking from the ground because Lord knows you don't want to put him in the air in any situation. Do we have um, a sense for entrance music for this very versatile group? A sense for 
this is this group is kind of all over the place and I don't feel like I have I don't quite feel like I have a key on their vibe yet because I had to take such a turn uh, with my with my fourth and fifth picks. I, I'm going to I'm going to can I give you a suggestion? I'm thinking I'm thinking 90s country. I'm thinking prime country. OK. Hmm. I was going to this is what I was going to suggest. These are these are all very professional. My first instinct is Clint Black. Good run of bad luck. Okay. But I'm willing to hear others. I was going to say these are all very businesslike. Mm-hmm. I would call the entire assembly the firm because you take care <laughs> of business. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Or or the board where Kyle Whittingham's nickname was the chairman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. People with chairs. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. And that you get to it, you cut me, you just cut right to the chase there, Jason. That's when you break out the chairs because it's time for a board meeting. Yeah. yeah, the board meeting could also involve two by fours if you wanted. It. That is that is what Vince McMahon would call. Oh, good shit! That's such good shit. That's good <laughs> shit. Can the theme? Can the music be taken care of business by Turner Bachman Overdrive? Yeah, the other one. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah. No, I, I thought you were doing that to avoid copyright. Yeah. I, I, this podcast has been canceled due to me even mentioning the song "Taking Care of Business." <laughs> uh, the readers' team: Ed Ogeron, Mike Gundy. Dana Holgerson, Mel Tucker, and Bronco Mendenhall. That's an amazing team. That's a fantastic team. This is who says you can't go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is these are the roustabouts, right? Mm. What what is hang on while I pull up the soundtrack for the movie Old Dogs? Can we just call them the War Boys? Because that's the War Boys, right? That's good. No, good- not not old dogs. What's the movie I'm thinking of? Where wild uh, hogs? Thank you. That's a common thing. <laughs> this is very much either. Oh wait, the same guy directed. Wait, not only did the same guy direct Wild Hogs and Old Dogs, so it's his fault. The director of Wild Hogs and Old Dogs is named Walt Becker. Okay. Okay, so we need some Steely Dan. Hmm. I like I like the, the you just call them, listen. They're the wild. They're the wild dogs. That's it. Mm. Wild dogs, and then everything there is basically collar-based humor, right? Yeah. Or bone-based humor. Jason, how you looking? That's good shit. We can sell. We can sell wild dog shirts. All right. <clears throat> Luke Fickle, Mario Cristobal, Brett Bielema, Kalani Sataki, Sean Lewis. We are naming ourselves Meat Corp. <laughs> Coming out to the most just like thudding, thumping music. I don't want melody. I barely want rhythm. I just want, I just want a clanging sound, like um, like like the sound of an elephant being dropped off a building over and over. Just thump. That's our music. I think you should do. You should come out to. Uh, you should come out to bring them out. Just the line. That, that is way too intense and high energy for this. No, group. just the okay. just the beef You're line not... looped over and over again. So Want if, beef? I think if we use a, uh, I think if we use any hip hop, we're taking out everything but the bass line. <laughs> Actually, we're taking out everything. We're taking out everything but the 808. That's what I want. Just an 808, Boom. bonking very hard, and that is our song. Okay, I like it. What if that, Jason? What if that's your crew? Because it's 404 based, but extra hefty. Yeah, yeah. So they would be the 808. Yeah, I like it. Double 404. We've got, for me, I ended up selecting Will Muschamp, Scott Frost. Oh, also area code 808 is the Hawaiian Islands. See? Good. Nick Rolovich, Gary Patterson, and Seth Luttrell. That's a mixed bag. Well, you know, that's that's a lot of, I that's feel a, like. That's a good name. That's a trail, good name. Trail mix. The mixed bag. Hmm. The mi- <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> I, the, vari- the variety pack. I, I think I think we're gonna be called the valets because we're here to get the bag. Oh god. What's wrong with the wet men? The wet <laughs> the wet men? <laughs> um yeah. The flood. The ta- the tide. Yeah, the t- <laughs> mm. The princes of tides. The- <laughs> The pelican briefs. <laughs> no. <laughs> the frogmen. Because mm. <laughs> you're, but you're the one who's going to take a dive. 
Oh, that's good. That's good shit. That's how that's how we that's how we move merch. We all come in in wetsuits. Can you imagine anything funnier? Than the battle Will, toads. The ba- well, toads aren't wet. <laughs> Will Muschamp having to walk 100 yards to the ring in a wetsuit with fins. <laughs> so stupid. Can he pick his legs far up enough off the ground? Let's find out. To, like if you were trying to track Will Muschamp through snow, it would just look like an ATV. Oh, Gary driven through. Gary Patterson like would look like he was in a balloon. Like the trail of a slug on a sidewalk. Yeah. That would be Gary Patterson's power, by the way. You'd go down to pin him and just squirt it out. He'd squirt right out like a watermelon seed, right? He's trying to lock it in. Trying to lock him in the water. The watermelon seed Patterson. Whoop! There he goes. Just fires across the ring. That's natural protection. I'd call it unnatural protection, King. Uh, Spencer, what's your entrance music? I, I think if we're if we're emphasize if if I'm gonna put the flood out there, the flood, then I think well, we're coming out to when the levee breaks, right? That's what we're doing. Yikes. Yeah. No. Wait, it, listen. Commentary. A slight, look, slight, what? A slight twinge of of problematic. Oh, that's definitely wrestling choice. That's <laughs> we're coming out to that. Yeah, that's good shit. Uh, and finally, Ryan's gruesome collection of Derek <laughs> look Ryan ended up with a better team <coughs> than he had any right to by in terms of just wrestling by yeah. virtue of having Clay Helton and Carl Pellini he did Derek Dooley Clay Helton Carl Pellini Jim Grobe and 2019 Manny Diaz Derek Dooley just constantly fighting Ryan for control of the program oh yeah amazing. yeah you're gonna- openly <laughs> attempting to undercut him you're gonna have factions within your faction yeah mm-hmm. this is a wolf pack situation Dooley is his own faction because nobody likes him. I feel like with a team like this, with like with like the like the awful jobber teams who are just clearly mm-hmm. there to lose, you have to give them a name that is a little bit too cool, you know. Like, See, I was gonna say that Carl Polini insists on naming their team like Dunder Snifflin or something, like a really coked up version of the office, and will not let it go. Um God, this is a very difficult team to th- find any sort of common thread, right? Hmm. Anything. Fired for cause. No. No, not that. You know what? Can we just go ahead and copyright infringe and call them the Watchmen and give them the lame gimmick of all wearing watches so they can be like, you know what time it is? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's good. That's there. good. Yeah. Mm. And then and then their music will just be like a clock ticking. That's their music. You just like hear- an all vanilla flavor flavor lineup. 